Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Que no parece fiesta. It's the trail show. My God, Paulie. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Poor Max Maganati. He's a fraud. <laughs> and now, from Dilo's basement, it's the trail show. Live from DiLorenzo Studios in the heart of Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district, you are listening to The Trail Show. We've been downloaded over 10,000 times and are now heard in 65 countries around the world. Shout out to the person that downloaded one episode of The Trail Show in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, go. Go Saudi Arabia. Oil money. it, It is February 22nd, and we are delighted to have you along with us today. A special thanks to all our listeners who donated their hard-earned money this past month to keep this show rolling along. We really mean it when we say thanks for listening and for the passion you have for this little show of ours. POD is going to be giving some shout-outs to the donators later on in the show, so stay tuned. And a big thank you to all of you downloading the show on iTunes. You helped us pass the 10,000 download mark last month. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Today's show is sponsored by Trail Groove Magazine. Trail Groove Magazine is focused on providing a unique online interactive media experience for the backpacking, hiking, and outdoor community. In every issue, Trail Groove Magazine showcases destinations, photography, tips, technique, gear, and more. As a community-driven publication, Trail Groove is produced not only for people who love backpacking and hiking, it's produced and written by the same people you'll meet on the trail. Flip through the latest issue, stop by the forum and blog, and check out all the back issues free online at trailgroove.com. Thanks a lot, Trail Groove Magazine. Thank you, Trail Groove. Thank you, Trail Groove. Thanks for helping us get our groove on. And uh, for our listeners, if you check out the March issue coming up, you may just see a trail show ad. Ooh, big time. So scope that out. Heavy. And if you or your business or website is interested in advertising on the Trail Show, please email our advertising staff at sales at the trailshow.com. That's right. All right, so what are we going to be covering today? Uh, we're going to do a follow-up call with Pepper about those performance-enhancing drugs. We'll see if he's got anything to say about that. He hasn't that. come clean yet, so no. you know He's been avoiding us. Guilty conscience. He hasn't come clean and he hasn't drug tested yet. So. Exactly. Uh, P.O.D.'s Close Encounters with National Geographic. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, wow. How's it going? Oh, wow. Screw Shoes with screw, me. Screw that. <laughs> we'll that get, does that mean like putting screws in your shoes? We'll, we'll, talk, we'll see. We'll talk we'll about see. it later. Okay. We'll, we'll Come see. on. I just wanted to wet We're our We're setting listeners. the table. We're not yeah. eating. Oh, I just wanted to wet <laughs> our listeners' appetites. Don't show your hand too quickly, D.L.O. All right. P.O.D.'s got some shout-outs and a quick congrats to B.P.L. Uh, Tales from the Trail, live again with Squatch via satellite feed from Port Ranch. We're going to get an update on Flip Flop Flippin' 2. Ooh. The Snowshoe Date with Mags Ooh. and D'Lo. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to have some dramatic... It's nothing but hair, people. <laughs> Short, hairy Italians. Oh, yeah. Um, True love. Mags has some skirt trip updates he's going to lend us. We've got a movie review tonight, Squatch's Flip Flop Flippin'. And that's because it's AT month here on the trail show. That's right. 
Um, and as always, we'll be doing Beer of the Month, Ask a Hiker with D-Lo, the Noodlehead's Top 10, Ask a She-Hiker tonight with both P.O.D. and Snorkel, Ooh. and Trail of the Month. And speaking of Snorkel, we have a guest in studio tonight. Where's my Bob Hope music? Here we go. And there she was taping a special across the hall, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is, Liz Snorkel Thomas. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. It was really fun. We're glad to have Liz tonight, since it is an AT-themed month. All right, enough with the music. Um, Liz holds the unsupported Appalachian Trail speed record. Is that correct? Well, I hear on this show that it's actually called traditional because I didn't carry 2,000 miles worth of food. Oh, so, well, so, you know, maybe we'll get into supported versus unsupported versus traditional versus... Um, Pogo stick. Non-traditional. <laughs> Too Too yeah. yeah. So, anyway, and, and maybe even what Bill Bryson did. So, yeah, we'll see how that, that all plays out. As always, we're going to start things out with Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Month. All right. How'd, how'd you like that? Dino? I was, I, it was on edge, man. I was on edge. It was we, dramatic. Tonight, we'd like to thank River North Brewery in Denver for providing the beer for episode nine. Yeah, River North. It's awesome. Delicious. I'm loving it so far. River North Brewery offers Belgian-style ales brewed in Denver's River North Arts District. River North beers are available at your favorite Colorado beer stores and at selected taps along the Front Range. You can learn more about River North Brewery by visiting their tap room in Denver at 2401 Blake Street, on Twitter at River North Brew, or at RiverNorthBrewery.com. So tonight we've got two beers from River North Brewery. The first is the Avarice Oak Age Belgian Style Imperial Stout, which I've already dipped into. Heavy stuff, man. It very, very goes heavy Goes great stuff. with pumpkin chocolate chip oh, cookies. It's a great winter brew. And the second is the Unified Theory Oaked imperial wit which i have not gotten into i am in the wit i'm with it yeah actually and i'm about to get a top off too so so um, this this topper is uh, quite interesting i mean the the head on it is thick and creamy and chocolatey very interesting yeah yeah are you into it it goes down smooth um i am yeah it's tasty i i like what i've had so far man i need inspector gadget hands to get that beer pod how about an assist Anyway, thanks River North Brewery, and thank you, Snorkel, for hooking that up and yeah. making that yeah. happen. This is great. It's very dangerous, 9.5%, but it's really good. Oh, I thought the avarice was... Uh, avarice? Avarice. See, that's a tricky spelling. It's not... The writing on the no, cap... No, it's that you frequently mispronounce the beer names. No, it's I that found. the writing on the cap could be misread <laughs> as, you know, having the word lice in it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. It's tricky. Good grief. Why don't we call Pepper right out of the gate? Yeah. Let's call Pepper. See if he Pepper. wants to talk about performance-enhancing drugs. The best part about this call is that Pepper doesn't know we're going to call him. So, don't let the suspense kill you. And Snorkel, feel free to um, ask Pepper very hard questions if he answers <laughs> the phone. Actually, if he answers the phone, you take control of the call. Just Absolutely. do whatever you want. Do it. Do it. All right. Let's ask call. him about performance-enhancing drugs. We think he used them on his speed record. Yeah, at Colorado. Tell him you're like a reporter with the Denver Post or something. He's not going to answer. Cold calling him. It's late there in Amish country. No, he's in, he's in Tahoe. Oh. It's an hour early. Are there Amish in Tahoe? 
think so. Sure. Come on. We're not even going to get his voicemail? He's blocked us. He blocked us. Are you calling his Skype or his cell phone? I'm calling his Skype. Why don't you call his cell phone, man? He doesn't have a cell phone. Is he, like, always on Skype? Uh, no, he's Amish. He doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> I got, well, but he's got a Come Skype. On, he's got a Skype phone? phone. Oh my god! So since we're on the topic of performance enhancing drugs, yeah, snorkel having holding the unsupported speed record for the AT, you must have dabbled in some performance enhancing <laughs> drugs to set that record. <laughs> Do you care to tell us what sort of performance enhancing drugs you well, may have dabbled in? Well, there's this thing on? called Via. Via. Oh. oh, that's like. So, do you take the via packets and chop them up and then snort them? What do you do? Oh, I never thought of that. that really? That's a great idea. Oh, I didn't know that was <laughs> widely accepted. Oh yeah, totally. Wait a minute. What did you just suggest, Dilo? <laughs> lines, lines of Starbucks via. Oh, via. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking of something else. What, never mind. What were you thinking of? Um, don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, lines of Starbucks via like on the trail. I think it's a big thing now. There's a lot of concern that it's actually causing damage to a lot of the hikers um, because it's just kind of a new thing that hasn't been researched. People don't know what it does to you. So. Interesting. Uh, oh at, at the outdoor retailer show this past summer, they were showing something that's uh, it's like smelling salts. Uh, there's hmm. a lot of, I guess, Mormon athletes who can't have caffeine, but uh-huh. smelling salt is okay. So this is supposed to like get them all stoked up to, you know, finish that triathlon or whatever. Wow, Mormon triathlon. We gotta tell. We gotta tell Pepper about this. <clears throat> Moving along, Pod had a, a very close encounter with National Geographic last month, and we we knew about it before last month's show, but things were still kind of in limbo, so we did not talk about it. But now that that situation has played out, Pod. What happened with National Geographic? Okay, so this guy from National Geographic contacted me. I won't give out his name, but he contacted me and he said, Hello, Miss Darkness. Um, my name my name is such and so, and I work for National Geographic Adventure Channel. Whatever. And we their have, TV channel, right? Their TV channel. And they have a show called Open Survival Alaska, Whoa. which is on season two. What? Open Survival Alaska? Yeah, apparently it's on season two. I've never seen it before. Never even heard of it. But anyway, he said we were interested in casting you on our show as one of the members. And Dang, basically they, they fly you in a helicopter out to some remote spot with some provisions and you work in a team and you have four days to get from point a to point b you know what that would have done for the podcast (laughs) through the roof if if she had gotten on this show i mean ten thousand downloads would be a a blip man so anyway i was like well i need some more information and i talked to him for a little bit and he was like actually the executive producer is here could you do a skype interview i was like okay so log it on to skype did an interview with the executive producer guy. A video or a voice interview? Video. It was on okay. Skype. Well, some yeah. people just do voice. Like Pepper. Uh, yep. Exactly. Was so there a bikini involved? No, no, no. no. It was just me. like Fully clothed. Yeah, my teacher clothes, you know. <laughs> and um, anyway, they said that they had all guys on the show. Ooh. And they asked me how I felt about being the Like only how many guys? Twelve. So twelve... Or 11. 11 guys, and it, if I would feel comfortable being the only girl. And I was like, well, that's pretty standard in the through-hiking world. That's pretty standard ratio right there. So that's AT ratios yeah. right there. I Is was there like, a reason why they only wanted guys? I think they only had guys in the first season. So hmm. That isn't really a reason. No, I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't know what the reason is, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. That's fine with me, whatever. But, um... Anyway, they basically said, well, we're not sure what direction we're going to go, if we're going to have girls or not, or women, they said women or not, and so we'll let you know 
if you don't hear from us in a couple of weeks, we've decided to go a different direction. So I never heard back from them. Aww. So I guess they didn't like my face. They're lost. I, ha- I guess I have a butter face. And now the trail show will remain like number 972 on the iTunes outdoor charts forever. That's right. Sorry, everyone. I let you down. Sorry. I mean, we could have broken like 800 if you'd gotten on that show. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> upset, to be quite honest. I still have hopes for 971 myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know. I, I think like the uh, fly fishing show or something's 971. Yeah. We can... We, we can outdo them. We can do the fly fishing yeah. show. Or maybe it's like the outdoor badminton. I don't know. Maybe, you know, I'm thinking maybe you didn't get a spot on the show because you suggested the name of another through hiker they should call. I did suggest my friend Love Barge. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Love Barge, would be, she could outdo any dude that walked onto that show. Yeah. Put them to shame. She could. I want, so. I want to talk about that outdoor badminton podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's exciting, you know. Growing up, my as own. opposed to indoor badminton. Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> they have indoor <laughs> tennis. Sport. <laughs> Snorkel, would you have been up for being the only girl amongst a crew of eleven dudes for a, what a twelve-week reality show? In yeah, it's four months of filming. Four months, sixteen weeks. Deep in the wilderness of Alaska, no doubt. Yes. No less. Yeah, like what? Would, would, uh, you seem a little hesitant, a little iffy, maybe. If you will. Uh, I will. We will. I'm sure it would be a great experience. I think uh, there would be a lot to teach them. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I like that approach. Uh, yeah. Okay, we've got some shout-outs going on here. Chris Kunkel, thanks for the socks. He yeah. donated a pair of socks for each of us, and they are hardcore socks, man. Those things will keep you warm. I can't believe you're wearing those. Oh, you got your Zomax? I do. I'm giving a test run today. And this. They're really nice. They are pretty nice. they got some merino wool in them. They're, They're pretty great. thick. Ooh. I'm wearing them skiing tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> All right. I think All I, right, I, donations. I, I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. <laughs> donations. Uh, Strider, a.k.a. Greg Hummel. These are all people that donated to our beer and bandwidth fund. So yes. And we very actually... Very important. We owe Strider and we need to drink... Um, which one is Old that? Chubb by Oscar Blues. Because okay. it's a Scotch ale. We'll get that on. We'll get that on. Strider, ooh, a.k.a. Greg Hummel, No Hawk, um, Timothy Harrell, TowerofEden.com, so check that out. Vertical. If you're vertical Into gardening. some vertical gardening. Yep, need some help with that. Gregory Dennis, Greg Brulette, and he's got a guitar company, GBGuitars.com. So um, check that out. Handcrafted guitars. He makes them. Wow. Oh, no, check, check out his website. Sweet. It's pretty cool. It's beautiful. Hmm. GBGuitars.com. That's, that's pretty badass. Yeah. The Onion, a.k.a. Garrett Christensen, and Dan Thompson. So all of those people helped fund our bandwidth and our drinking problems. So it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. So great. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. And real quickly, I want to say something about The Onion. So we got an email from Nunyan a couple months ago, and he said, Hey, man, I'm going to donate to you guys, but um, only if there's less sound effects. So either we hit a point where there were less sound effects, or he just gave up and was like, There's never, ever going to be less sound effects on that show. So anyway, <laughs> thanks a lot, Onion, for the donation. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And thanks to everyone for donating. That's awesome. You guys rock. And real quickly... I just wanted to mention that uh, BPL, BackpackingLight.com, had a Kickstarter fundraiser. Um, they ended up getting 177 backers and raised over $35,000. That's impressive 
for a ultralight backpacking uh, website. And anyway, they're producing three three videos out of the um, the Kickstarter project. Two of them are pack rafting videos, but the last one is called the Ultralight Backpacker Film Project, and I'm really interested in seeing how that plays out. So anyway, I just want to say congrats to all the folks over at BackpackingLight.com for raising that enormous sum of money so quickly. And before we go to break, it's Delo's favorite segment. And now it's time for Disco's Trail Tip of the Month. Hilo, wow. you're, you're all right, dude. <laughs> What's with that music? I mean, what? Wow. What? It's my, it's, wow. it's my, it's my little segment. It's my music. I know, but what's wow. the problem? All right, on with it. So, we're in the, the the depths of winter, folks, and many of you have snow and ice on the ground. You've got other variable conditions you're dealing with, both on the trail and in your neighborhood. So I want to talk about a little a little trick you can do tonight. It's called screw shoes. Mags, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sheet metal screws. So I'm going to put a link to the process up on the Trail Show Facebook page. But basically, there's a couple options if you need better traction on the trail or on your sidewalks in the winter on ice. You can buy, there's a couple products like uh, micro spikes and yak tracks and other things that they're not exactly the cheapest yeah, things you can buy look re- or ridiculous. you can go to your local hardware store and buy yourself a box of three eighths inch um, sheet metal screws and they have a, a very like fine lip on top of them and if you take 15 to 20 of those screws and you put them on the bottom of each of uh, trail runners which is what I use um, all of a sudden you've got a pair of shoes that you can literally run on sheet ice with or hike on ice with. They're pretty slick, and this will only set you back about five bucks. You're, that's crazy. That's intense, man. May I suggest that instead of putting sheet metal screws in your <laughs> shoes, that you um, maybe go skiing? No, uh, <laughs> dude. It's time for a break. I, I it's caught, obviously time for a break. I, I caught some flack for shutting the show down last month, so we'll address that later. But anyway, the, the key with the sheet metal screws is that you actually put the points into the bottom of your shoes. The points are not sticking out towards the ground, all right? Whoa. The head is sticking out towards the ground. And the head has the lip on it, and the lip is what grabs the ice. It's really cool. Mags. You know, a thought just occurred to me. You're making, like, hobnail boots, essentially. Old yeah. school. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Except, that's all it is. Except this all is right. new school. I think new this school. is a brilliant idea for and those who don't want to go skiing. Exactly. <laughs> Man, they're messing with me. They're me- they're so let's me. top off yeah. on some River North Brewery and go to a break. When we get back, we'll be giving Squatch a call. 10,000 downloads. Come on, man. That is chump change. The Trail Show. Hikers with 40,000 trail miles. Disco, the Princess of Darkness, Max, and Dilo. And we are back. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and on cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. Max, how are we doing on Cafe Press? 
Not, you know, not as good as we'd like. There's some wonderful pint glasses. There are some coffee mugs. That That's the sound of our the sales on our cafe press There's site. tumbleweeds blowing through the store. <laughs> I was actually hoping that we would be drinking out of trail show glasses tonight. Oh. <laughs> we can't even afford them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'd, li- I'd I, like to do a t-shirt at some point, maybe outside of Cafe Press that might be a little more affordable. So stay tuned, trail listeners. We'll see how it goes. You know, it just depends on how quickly I can get rid of my day job. But that's neither here nor there. we got to call Squatch, people. Oh, and just a quick um, little um, beer reminder check-in. here that we're drinking River North Beer. Um, beer River North Brewery. From River North Brewery, but it is River North Beer. That's correct. And it looks like everybody switched over to the wit at this point. That's right. I just got into the Unified so Theory Oaked Imperial Wit. I like the names of their beers. Unified Theory? There's got to be, you know, a scientist or, or someone. Teddy, right? Unified Theory. I like it, man. Some wicked smart people. Wicked, <laughs> wicked smart, dear boy. That's right. Their double Belgian is called Hoppenberg Uncertainty Principle. Oh. For the very sciencey out there. Wait a minute. Ha, ha, say that again. The Hoppenberg Uncertainty Principle. So, wow. So not only are they beer geeks, they're just geeks. I mean that in a good way. I think the brewer is an engineer. Ah, uh, there you uh, go. I knew it. A former engineer. Now a They oftentimes make very good brewers because it is a science after all. That's true. Scooby's an engineer. That's true. A science and art. Hey, who are you calling? I'm calling Squatch. I'm going to play a prank on him. Squatch? Oh, God. Uh, no pranks. <laughs> <laughs> Squatch, you, you, heard, you got me, man. You, I was going to play a prank on you, but you heard. that. So I kind of reverse pranked you. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> the old like reverse Ashton prank. like Ashton Kusher. <laughs> and, and it, you know what? That's not a good feeling. It's Are you true. saying that you're like Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. How do you pronounce his last name? Ashton Kutcher. 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 Man, you tell me. You you live in Cali. We hey, snorkels from Cali. You two yeah. might know each other. I did. I met Snorkel last year on the AT at a shelter. Very, two, very, two years ago. What was that? Is that Snorkels there? Yeah, yes. how are you yeah. doing? Oh, hey, Snorkel, how you doing? Yeah, you, you were really cool, and I assume you still are. <laughs> uh, she brought us free beer. I mean, yeah. the homework we asked nice. for. Where, was it so, somewhere in the Smokies? I forgot which shelter, and That's you were telling true. me about your, yeah, your, your attempt to uh, – no, the best thing I remember about Snorkel is really cool. I would say, so, you know, she's going for this record, and – and I go, so how, how's your weight? And she suddenly looked like really embarrassed. She goes, well, I'm a little, I'm a little high on the, on the technology side. And I go, what do you mean weight-wise? And she goes, well, I got this great new boyfriend and I got two phones, one that has Verizon and one that has AT&T. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping that would come out. <laughs> Wait, is this true, Snorkel? Maybe. <laughs> is this the same boyfriend that you have Scandalous. Yes. Okay, I'm so it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't reveal... Oh, I hope you're, you're not married, are you, Snorkel? No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just lost all our listeners here. <laughs> yes. We okay. do that every month, so. Yeah. yeah. Squ- well, yes. So, so, Squatch, you just um, you had a major heart operation this this week, correct? <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, I, I had uh, I had sinus surgery, which is like only about three feet away. Maybe it- no, not. Two and a half feet away from my heart, probably. So it was close. Is that where they take like a little like Dremel tool and they route <laughs> out your your nostrils? Uh, kind of. They get well. Fortunately, my nostrils are so friggin' big. They actually had a trained midget just walk in. 
<laughs> oh, wow. And he just, like, scooped it out? Yeah, little scoop, little jackhammer action. He uh, hung some pictures, took some down, found a puppy in there. Oh, wow. And I'm telling you, dude, the last three days, I had it done two weeks ago. Two weeks. Two, two weeks, let me tell you. And um, uh, the last three days, you know, the swelling has finally gone down. I, I can never, never remember my nose being this clear, even when I was a kid. It, it's almost like I have to be careful to inhale through my nose, like because it's it's cold out for for Southern. Ca- it's like getting an ice cream freeze. Or you're it's gonna so, inhale, you're gonna inhale so much when you breathe in that you're gonna explode your lungs. Yeah, man. I know. It's like I got, I have to temper it. So um, <laughs> gotta gotta lay off the bung water. So, Squatch, yeah. how is uh, editing going? Are you done with flip flop flipping too, uh, or what? I am dangerously close. I would say ninety eight point seven three percent done. I'm actually doing the end credits today Ooh. and tomorrow. Wow! And then um, Miguel, do you know Miguel Aguilar? Miguel is doing a film this year on Miguel? the trailing. Is that like Miguel? Miguel, he is, uh, I forgot, he's some, some Southern, anyway, he hiked the PCT this past year. <laughs> okay. And, and he also, so he also <gasps> for the Mexican last year, he's, he's doing a documentary on the, on the trail angels of the PCT. And he was, a, he's a professional editor. Him and his wife were a team for like 12 years. So mm-hmm. he's coming over, like he did this last year. Uh, he's a good buddy and take a final look and he'll recommend stuff. And What's I'll his say, last name? His name is Aguilar. Aguilar. Ashton <laughs> so, just so folks know, if they want to see the trailer for Flip Flop Flippin' 2, they can actually check it out on the Facebook.com slash The Trail yeah. Show. We just posted it. The oh, trailer is really great. Thank you. Yeah, it was. It, that was, uh, as, uh, uh, Disco, did you, did you do a trailer for a documentary? I did. You, you did. And it's kind of, it's nerve-wracking because you want to get it right, right? You want to get every shot's got a friggin' count. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, it's yeah, got to it be was, action-packed. Action! Exactly. It has to the best tease of the, best. the audience. Say, what was that? I saw a monkey with a with a stick up its ass. I want to find out the rest of that story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. I was uh, fresh out of monkeys uh, with stick up ass footage, but um, hopefully, Plenty of other yeah. Stuff. And by the way, I think you know we are reviewing the first flip flop flipping film tonight. Yeah. With yeah. our Mags uh, media reviews. Yes, Mags. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, I gotta I, tell you, and this is where wait, Squatch wait. will not be here for that. We're just wanting to let you know that yes. ahead of time. That's Squatch, right. Yeah. I gotta tell you, we watched it the other night, and <laughs> so af- okay, after we recorded the last show, and you were telling the story about the trumpet lady, yeah, and then yeah. Lion like, Queen. The following weekend, I was on a long run, and I was listening to the trail show as I do on my long runs. And I literally had to stop because I was laughing so hard <laughs> about the trumpet, and then. When the, that part came on, I was like so amped. Like I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for the trumpet lady to show up." <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know. That, it was just really funny. That, that was the trippiest uh, day. In- and the best part was that you, <laughs> the best what? part is that you made that comment about good thing you did, they weren't together, the trumpet player and the naked person. I. And, and, and that and that people thought you were making fun of the fat lady. And I wasn't. That was I, not my. I, did I did I tell you that the yes, last? Yes, time? yes. I was like, so I dude, I am so. I, and, and and I think she, when you look at the footage yeah. in the film, she thinks I'm making a joke. She She's does. being a good sport. But she I is. swear to God, it was not my. And the whole time I'm editing it, never occurred to me. <laughs> 
ever. Oh my gosh! And it was crazy. And then when I played it for somebody, they go, "Wow, you really gave that uh, that big lady a shot, got to the lard." I'm like, "What?" Oh my god! Go, yeah. And then I watched it. I go, "Oh, how you could interpret it that way?" But um, no, the um, best the best part actually was when Buffoon said, "I can't wait to go home and tell nobody." Yeah, because yeah, that's, that that's kind of sums up basically what every through hiker goes through you know it's like yeah because people ask you like so how was it they want like two sentences and and they'll never know so you went camping for six months how was it Uh. (laughs) (laughs) they're they're looking away rolling their eyes they're they're texting their friends you know yeah yeah Yeah, it truly is seems to be one of those things uh you've got to get out there for a while to uh to experience and then you know people who are kind of interested in, in doing it and then when they finally do it you know they really I, I mean have you ever met anybody who's like uh, at least committed to at least at least a few months out there and then came back and went oh, it, it was crap <laughs> what a waste of time that was it's, it's like exactly the opposite people i mean they just it, it's just so before we leave flip flop flipping real quickly why didn't you put snorkel in the film uh, there was a lot of people I did I didn't put in the. Oh, you know what? The hey man, release, she's in studio, dude. Okay, I know. it okay. was my balaclava. I, think, I know that and she will remember this. I mean, snork <laughs> snork. Well, one reason was that remember because the only light we had was the fire. The fire. And and if snork will probably remember this, about half of the interview, the smoke from the fire is blowing right in her face. Which <laughs> <laughs> she's like, because well, I'm going for the. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've heard the records. You know, I've heard D-Lo make that same noise on lunch breaks while he's hiking. D-Lo? Well, that's that's funny you bring that up because I wanted to talk to Snorkel about her break philosophy on this uh, speed record of hers. All right, we'll get to that. Yeah, I want to get into that. Later. I want to get into that. Yeah, so, hey, so is Snorkel, are you going, you're going for the the PCT record this year? Dude, it's a bad snow year. I don't know if you've been looking at this year, but, (laughs) We need some hair. No bueno, man. No bueno. Yeah, like what's is it comparable to what is it we're looking at like a 05, 06 type of snow levels, which were big. I mean, 05 was like crazy. Scratch, yeah. do, you, Scratch do you live in California? <laughs> yeah, you tell us, man. You, you're closest I, to the no. PCT. Yeah, there you go. I haven't been checking the interwebs lately for snow reports, <laughs> but uh, why not? Um, let's, let's get Meadow out on the line. I'm sure he can tell us. <laughs> you know, I remember I was, the other day I was combing my nose hair. Not the, not the hair on the inside of it, but on the outside of it. <laughs> we need to do that. We need to do that. Is any, oh my does, Squatch, do you know how to get in touch with Meadow Ed? Uh, you know... Uh, Don't lie. You've got him on speed dial. Don't lie. <laughs> I got him. He's uh, he's actually in the corner. Like, did you ever see Pulp Fiction? You know, the gimp? <laughs> <laughs> He's in your house. He's in your parents' yeah, he's house. Got a, he's yeah. got a rubber ball in his mouth. Oh, uh, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> like All right. Oh, God. All right, man. Uh, I, I, I think we need to get Meadow Ed on the show. We need to Skype with Meadow Ed. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I think it's that. a great idea. I think it's a fantastic mm-hmm. idea. We can ask him about the Grand Canyon. <laughs> we can, because now he's the Manion. So, Squatch, when should we expect the Flip Flop Flippin' 2 DVDs to go on sale? At SquatchFilms.com. Oh, I wow. love your wife. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, March twelfth. Okay. So we have got what is that? A scant uh, just before St. Patty's Day. Two, uh, yeah, two and two and a half weeks. Two that weeks. That is, and uh, I may have the downloads available before that. I just got it because I'm going up to. Oh, by the way, any Portland listeners, uh, we're going to have the, the West Coast premiere uh, on March 9th Ooh. at the Laurelhurst Theater. 
Uh, it's where we had the premiere last year for Flip Flop Flippin'. Great little like old timey theater, really cool. And all the proceeds are going every dime is going to, to the ATC pocket. and oh. the PCTA. We're splitting Aww. it. It's like five bucks a ticket, holds about 160 people. Nice. So cool. uh, all right, awesome. wait a minute, real quickly. So yeah. I know there's a huge hiking contingent in Portland. I know yes. this. Yes. But Squatch, I'm here to tell you that the Denver Boulder Front Range Corridor in Colorado has a humongous through hiking contingent. Man. Have you ever dude, considered much, doing yes. a Denver show? Absolute, dude. You hook me up. I mean, help. You know, bigger uh, you than know any... bigger than Portland without the required wardrobe of Portland. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I still don't get the bird. Re- is, was it that you said? Was the bird reference that you had posted? Peyote had ri- written on the invite thing because I, I can't go because I had I don't have an outfit that has birds all over it. Was that just <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Because they have, it, haven't you ever seen put the bird put a bird on it? No. no I'll, I'll post that link. I'll post that on the channel. Okay. It's All a right. commercial wow. about Portland clothes and Portland things. Oh yeah. I, I just love put a bird on I it. Just it looks cool. Really love it. Hmm. I, I've thought hmm. about moving there, but uh, I don't know if you guys know it rains a lot. So uh, so <laughs> so Squatch, am I hearing you correctly? You you are open to the idea of doing a, yes. a Denver show. Okay. Oh, absolutely. We're on it. All right. I still get passes, man. You know, I can fly out. My dad was a pilot, so I can still fly on oh. uh, on family passes. All right. Oh. I'm going to put Delo on it. He, oh, that would be great, <laughs> Delo. Well, uh, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. All right. That would, all over it. All right. What so, do you need? You need a theater. Yeah, we need a theater with at least two seating for two hundred, maybe three hundred strippers yeah. and cages. And okay. we need it. We need it to be free. Midgets? No, and not free. Proceeds. Well, it doesn't. You know what? If they can, if they can work out something reasonable, I mean that. Well, this is really cool. The guy in Portland last year, he had a deal that he's going to get half the door, and then at the end, he actually donated the money. To, Whoa! Oh, awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. So, uh, so guilt trip the guy. You know, tell him yeah he'll pay, and then go. Oh, by the way, the owner in Portland gave the money away. How many people showed up at the Portland show last year? Uh, about 160. It sold out. We can do 200, man. I, I, I think bet. so. I bet 400. I mean, I'm telling you, we can do. We'll, we'll get the trail show, the whole trail show contendum out there, man. They'll be coming in from, uh, you know, from Saudi Dan, Arabia, from, and from Wheat Ridge, from Golden, from good. Littleton, and, from Eagle. And we'll get a beer sponsorship. So that some of the beer proceeds can go to... Okay, this cool, call man. is like 30 minutes long. All right, Squatch, we got to roll. All right, man. But it was good talking to you, man, and we'll look forward to March 12th when those DVDs go live. At SquatchFilms.com. Okay. Yeah, and uh, thanks, everybody. Hey, good uh, talking with you, Snorkel. Good to hear your voice again. And uh, if, if, if you don't try for the record this year, good luck whenever you decide to give it a go. And hey, Squatch. I hope to see you on trail. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Squatch. Great. Yes. You should try listening to one of these podcasts sometime too. I know, <laughs> dude. I you don't bastard. even. Listen. I don't listen to the Bigfoot show. Yeah, okay. We've done like fifty mm-hmm. of those, mm-hmm. and I just. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. I should. I okay, sh- goodbye. I, I, when I have more time, when I'm when I'm done with this film, and uh, my my training for the Camino, which is going to involve going to bars every night. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. You should, right. you know what, you you should road walk to bars. That's your training. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, having me on. And uh, yeah, I definitely would like to uh, follow up on this uh, Denver screening, Denver area screening. Of- Absolutely. Yeah. And we need yeah. to follow up with you about getting Metawet on the show. Yep. yep. <laughs> that would be great. I'll, right. I, which reminds me, I have to go feed him. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next month, Squatch. All right, dude. Later. Take care, guys. Bye. <laughs> and there it is, another episode of Scott Harriet's Tales from the Trail. Uh, all over the map. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> pretty standard, right? I mean, <laughs> if it wasn't all over the map, would it be the trail show? I mean, come on. That's true. Probably not. So, Mags, I want to talk about some Skirka trips you got coming up. What's going on? Well, this is a shameless plug, and I admit it. So, <laughs> Dilo's right. freaking out here over the order, but... I am going to be an assistant guide again on Andrew Skirker's trips. Oh. Yes. So I is am, there a winter trip coming up? I am doing a winter trip next weekend. A little too late to sign up oh. for that one. Winter backpacking. And we're going to be on skis with backpacks. Ooh. Ooh. So is this allowed now? Because we are skiing with backpacks. That's we're, fine. Hmm. We're camping out two nights. He's not in charge. I am. It's fine. Okay. Where are you, yeah. ski- where are you skiing to? Uh, western side of Rocky Mountain National Park. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to use the Old Ditch Road. Mm-hmm. So, because a lot of beginners, so it'll be a lot easier to ski. So, it'll be a winter backpacking trip. Oh, cool. And I'm really looking forward to it. Nice. And, and there's going to be a fall trip in September. Uh, beginners-oriented trip, just like the one we did last year. In the park? Yeah, Rocky Mountain. Okay. So, should be a great time. Learn for some, you know, a uh, guy with a lot of experience and a short, bald, you know, hairy guy. So, <laughs> I'm sure that there's still some spots open on the fall trip. Yeah, and you know, and being serious, the spots are filling up fast for all the trips. So. Wait, mm-hmm. is Skirka bald and hairy? <laughs> <laughs> he is? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> You're very kind, sir. Um, so, go to andrewskirka.com for more details. All Sweet. Right. All right. Let's talk about the snowshoe date. Ooh. Yeah. Actually... Let's go to break. Aww. And when we come back, we will talk about Mags and Delo's snowshoe date. What the heck does beer have to do with hiking anyway? The Trail Show. live from Mike DiLorenzo's charming basement in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado. It's the Trail Show. We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. P.O.D., who's the show sponsored by today? Trail Groove Magazine actually has sponsored this show. Trail Groove Magazine is focused on providing a unique online interactive media experience for the backpacking, hiking, and outdoor community. In every issue, Trail Groove Magazine showcases destinations, photography, tips, techniques, gear, and more. As a community-driven publication, Trail Groove is produced not only for people who love backpacking and hiking, it is produced and written by the same people you'll meet on the trail. Flip through the latest issues, stop by the forum and blog, and check out all the back issues free online at trailgroove.com. And I would also like to mention that we had several donors... This month for beer and bandwidth. That's correct. We had Chris Kunkel who donated socks. Yeah. Strider and Nohawk, aka Greg Hummel. Boom. And, and someone else. I don't know what Nohawk's real name is. And they'll be at Adzapasitco. They this will year. be at Adzapasitco. They donated. Thanks, guys. Uh, Timothy Harrell. Uh, he owns TowerOfEden.com, which is all about vertical gardening systems. Gregory Dennis. Greg Brulette who makes amazing and beautiful handcrafted guitars. 
GBGuitars.com. That's right. You can drink your handcrafted beer while you play your handcrafted guitar. Wow. And The Onion, a.k.a. Garrett Christensen, and Dan Thompson. All donors, lovers of the trail show. Speaking of They're lovers. They're all my lovers. Speaking of lovers, I'm in love with the Unified Theory Oaked Imperial Wit. This stuff is fantastic. Oh, it's really, this is delicious. From River North Brewery. Super tasty. At rivernorthbrewery.com, is that there? Yeah, it is. You yeah, can go check is. them out. Or you can go to their Tasty Tap Room in downtown Denver. Tasty Tap Room. So get and into that. And wear your tap shorts. And they're on tap at Backcountry Pizza. And I think that's the only place in Boulder I can think of off the top of my head. And they're okay. available at fine beer and alcohol vendors. And the front okay, range. The front range, yeah. That's right. Hey, before we get into Mags and Delos snowshoe date... That's just so wrong the way you say it. I just wanted to say, if any of you all were planning a hiking trip in the Ural Mountains of Russia, there was a little incident that happened that this last week, and I've got some audio from it. So let's tune in. So for those that you weren't looking at the news this week, a meteor came into Russia's airspace and touched down in the Ural Mountains, and what you just heard was the sonic boom and aftermath from that meteor. I think it was an Al-Qaeda meteor. (laughs) Al-Qaeda. It was them boys from Al-Qaeda. Was a drone. So anyway, if you've got any hiking plans in the Ural Mountains, you might want to look at rebooking your flights. Why? All right. why, why do you need to rebook your flights? You can <laughs> Max, <laughs> Max, you look really, really confused. Do you want to hear the impact again? No, I think you no. Mala. No. <laughs> That's like an incredible experience. You know, okay. we cannot have enough sound effects in you the know show. What? The, our, our listeners love sound actually, effects. Actually, that sound effect specifically was for the onion. <laughs> that's was. for you. <laughs> we appre- your donation paid for that meteor sound effect, so thank you. Th- that sound effect was actually the sound of the onion taking his donation back from PayPal <laughs> in the trail show. All right, so Max and Delo, there was a snowshoe date between you two, or no? What, what happened? Well, well, whoa, whoa. No. Am I cr- Whoa, hey, oh. Whoa, Polly. <laughs> Oh, Polly. Hey, speaking of Polly, uh, how about this? My God, Polly. <laughs> yeah, so the snowshoe date was not me and Mags going on a date snowshoeing. Because we look too much alike for one thing. It'd be just pretty... <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean. I know. So, so what, hey, forget about it. Mags, what is the snowshoe date? Well, we should give a background on this. I mean, let's, let's start from what usually happens. Mags and I, we take start it from the top. We start skiing. We, we get out on the trail around 9 in the morning. If not earlier. And we're skiing. And, we, and traditionally, you ski all the way up, and then you turn around and you ski back down. It's, and there's, it's usually all uphill and then all back downhill. And it's powder and there's no tracks, and it's just wonderful, and it's not packed down. Sounds very romantic. <laughs> it does by sound the time, romantic. By the time you're coming back around 11, 11.30... Maybe noon. You start to run into the snowshoe daters. Huh. So and, the, yeah. yeah. So the snowshoe daters are not us. Is it mindful and meaningful people? Well, here's what happens. I mean, you're in Colorado, right? There's a typical first date. And during the summer, it's a hike. 
During yeah. the winter, it's a snowshoe day. Oh, is that how or it's supposed to go? It, seriously, Oops. this is what people do. And because, well, it's one of the first mm. dates. And mm-hmm. to me, it always looks like, frankly, it's the night after they first slept together. Cause they're hey, com- now. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Because they're coming up the trail, usually latish, and the trail is so packed out by this time with other people skiing and sometimes snowshoeing, there's really no reason for snowshoes. So it looks like mm. they go to an REI or a local outfitter, and they rent snowshoes, and they tromp on this packed down snow that you really don't need snowshoes for. And you also have the other, um, the other case on the snowshoe date where one of the two deities is yes. far more experienced than the other. So you have one who's properly dressed, you know, sporting... Wicking, wicking clothing, Their prana you know, shirt. different layers of clothing, <laughs> eye protection, you know, a fleece headband, very well geared up for kind of a, an, aerobic, an yeah. aerobic walk, you know, in the wintertime where you might sure. actually warm up and then you want to layer back up when you take a break and cool down. And then, of course, their you partner know. is in blue jeans. Yeah, and they, like you know, the big moon well, boots or something. Well, not just cotton, but they have the typical you know, they have big burly, oh, like a down jacket on, going big burly, uphill. exactly. Like Ooh. they're going to the lifts, and what happens is they have a big burly warm jacket, which is great when you're at Fulton Field here in Boulder watching the Buffs play. But they end up like sweating and everything, yeah. so they take off this big puffy jacket, and they're drenched with sweat with their cotton. Gotta have the cotton hoodie too, by the way. Cotton yeah. hoodie is key, <laughs> and they're just miserable and. It doesn't matter which one is which. And the other person who's prepared is looking at their partner like, you told me you do outdoor stuff. You told me to be prepared. This sucks. I, then, oh, man. then the person who's not prepared said, you told me this is... They don't say this, but the looks say it all. You told me this would be easy. This would be a nice casual stroll. This sucks. And we're just skiing by laughing our asses off. But that's off. the kicker. That's the kicker. It's usually me and Mags skiing back to the car around 11.30 or noon. <laughs> Having fun, just cruising downhill because it's all downhill on the way back, and we see the snowshoe date slaving up the trail towards us. Dissolving. Can I add something real quick? I I think. uh, Okay, snorkel. Please, snorkel. So, is this date followed up with a visit to Mountain and or Southern Sun? Because I've been there at three p.m. and I'm like, why are there people? Why is there a one hour wait for (laughs) a bar at three p.m.? It could be. It could very well be. Now that you're telling us about the snowshoe date, I guess we did it all wrong because our first date was at a beer festival. So. <laughs> oh, you did it right. And, and then our second date was a Continental Divide Trail through hike. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I can't recommend that for a second date, by the mm. way. So, so there you have it, folks. Winter sports, you know, be prepared and don't drag your significant other out on something not prepared for. Go to the beer festival or take them on a four-month through hike. Exactly. Snorkel, have you ever been on a snowshoe date? I can't say that I have. No? No. no. Hmm. I'm not much of a snow person. Water in any of its forms. Uh... Wait a minute. You're not much of a snow person, but you live in Colorado. Well, that's that's a new thing. You know, I grew up in California. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we're in the front range. You don't yeah. have to be a snow person. If right, exactly. This year especially, you yeah. know, I've gone on hikes and I'm like, well, there's there's not much snow. Uh... Yeah. d and I live. Like about half an inch. Yeah, this this the pa- actually the past two winters, you know, this is global warming winter here in Front Range, and it's pretty much hiking season still. Yep, yeah, more or less. So yep. you moved to Denver, so so we should probably talk about the AT here since we're talking we, about snorkel. This is AT month. Should we get right into Trail of the Month? We should Appalachian Trail Let's do month, it. Yo. Right into it. All right, yo, this is our Trail of the Month segment with. Mags, are you, are you going to kind of take well? Take the you know, lead or, I'll start or it, then we'll go to snorkel. So we're doing the granddaddy of 
long-distance hiking trails as far as, you know, the heart and soul of it, in my opinion, the Appalachian Trail. We're talking about Benton Mackay. We're talking about... Myron Avery. Myron Avery. We're talking about Gifford Pinchot. Earl Schaefer. We're talking about Earl Schaefer. <laughs> Grandma Gaywood. We're, we're a fraud. We're talking about Liz Thomas. We're talking about... Um, yeah, I ben don't know. <laughs> well, and I call it the grit. There are older trails, long trail like we did last month. But to me, the Appalachian Trail is the one that started it all as yeah. far as the concept of multi-month long-distance hiking trails. Right. Um, we all know about it, but in brief, it's 2175 miles. You know, just takes, oh. Actually, it's more than that now. 2180? Liz? Uh, it was 81 when I hiked in 2011. Uh, oh, it's grown. now. It keeps getting longer yeah, every year. Well, the America's going to be a bigger country, and everything's just growing. <laughs> yeah. you know? Proportions at the yeah, show. you know, <laughs> so yeah. roughly. But you know, it starts in Georgia, ends in Maine. I think most of us know the stats. Yeah, it's just more. You know, it's just a, to me. Even though I'm out west, it's always a very special trail to me. What year did you through hike? The dark ages of '98. Oh, below thirteen years ago, what? 2000. I through hiked in '99. That's funny, 98, 99, 2000. 2002. Oh! And snorkel? I hiked in 2008 oh. and again in 2011. Back when I did it, it was a lot harder, <laughs> <laughs> even though it was shorter. Right? Isn't that what people always yeah, tell you? Like, say that. back when I hiked the trail, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, <laughs> it's getting longer, though. It that's is getting longer. That's not excuses. Pretty soon it's going to be 2,200 miles. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah. Wow. And they're going to make you pay in case you haven't been okay. listening. Well, that's a news item, so they're, let's save uh, it. Okay, we'll news. save that for... That's, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to steal Max Thunder. <laughs> anyway. But... Appalachian Trail. It's the classic trail. If a lot of our traditions of thru-hiking, all of it, you know, our culture of thru-hiking, etc., to me, comes from the Appalachian Trail. And I would say, personally, it was the hardest... It's the hardest long trail I've ever hiked. Not for me. I have Physically. A th- I have a theory about that. I think many people say it's the hardest. It was my first. Bingo. Yeah, exactly. It was my first, too, and I don't think it was the hardest. I think the CDT was way harder than the AT. I mean, New Hampshire and Well, that's Maine? just because you were with me. That's true. That was. <laughs> it's like, I want to say that the Appalachian Trail is like jazz and hip-hop music. It's like America's <laughs> gift to the world. That's deep, anyway. Leo. Yes. <laughs> Wow, man, that's so, pretty profound. Yeah, but I, I would say New Hampshire, Maine, and parts of Vermont, definitely. I mean, New Hampshire, my God. I mean, in southern Maine. I went backpacking a couple of years ago with my buddy Tim back in Rhode Island. We went to New Hampshire. I forgot how hard those grades are in the whites. How hard? Yeah, how hard those grades are. And Don't ever do it there, boy. And, I, you know, you look at. <laughs> that was at, Mag's mom, by the way. <laughs> you look at the. It's like going almost straight up with rocks and roots. I'm like. This would be a climbing grade in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Pretty much. You know, and look at Totten. It's only 5280, but there's almost 4,000 feet elevation gain. Right. I so mean, so wait a minute. So we've got, you know, class four hiking, if you will, class four routes. I will. That are part of the AT. Snorkel, how did you deal with this on your speed record of the Apple? Yeah, oh, tell us get, about your speed record. Get, well, you know, get right up on the mic and tell us about yours. All right. Your right record. up on the mic. <laughs> there yeah. you go. So uh, the first time I hiked the AT, you know, coming from the West Coast, I was like, dude, this would, this would pass as like third class unmaintained trail on the West Coast. Uh-huh. For sure. Third, wait a minute, hold up. Third class, class three, unmaintained man. trail. First class is basically walking. Okay. Second class is basically off trail, essentially. Third class, you might need your hands to stay with you. Okay. And there's no trail. 
Scrambling, yeah. Fourth class is some exposure. Some exposure. Fifth hand, class. Hand over could head you, climbing. Could you post this on our web? On the yeah, but just go over. Fifth class is technically you might need ropes. Oh, I see. I see. And then you get in. And then you get in like five two, yep, five ten, exactly. five four. Different grades of technical climbing. Got you. Yes. Okay. Daily route. Cool. Snorkel, yeah. snorkel, as you were. I'm up to speed. Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> Your impressions. How did you do it? How did you do it? Uh, yeah. You know, the second time around, I knew what was coming, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so this was your actually your second AT hike. Right. I hiked it twice. When was your first? 2008. That was my second through hike, if you want to count the hmm. T-A-R-T as a through hike. Our favorite trail. We Did, oh. did you catch our tart show? I did, and you were... You were racking on it hardcore. It I was Max. It was Max. Yeah, but if you went and hiked it now, you wouldn't have the same feelings. About I actually it. went out and hiked. Boom. A day of it left. Okay, so. that's not the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I yeah, was going to do the, the whole thing, thing, but I was like, uh, okay. But, but still, it was a great first trail. You're yeah. local too, yes. and we I did say it's a great first trail. It would yeah. Be. yeah. So, so on your Appalachian Trail uh, speed record, you probably did not hike with a electric base. Right or a tuba <laughs> or a tuba or a flute or wedding dresses or wedding dresses. You know, I thought about all of these things, but yeah. but you know, I I just couldn't afford okay. the electric base. So really. speed hike or speed record, I should say. How many miles a day are you hiking? Um, it came out to well, you know, most people count zeros into your average. So sure, zero, sure. Uh, high twenty sevens. Uh-huh. Uh, if you don't count the zeros, so twenty eight something. You you set out to. Set a record. Is that my understanding? I set out to do a certain amount of miles per day. Uh huh. And so, does, so what? What about lunch breaks? How does? What do your lunch breaks fit into these certain miles? <laughs> my Dilo's really concerned day. about this. I am. Does I'm very into my breaks. I like to take long lunch breaks. It takes like two-hour breaks with a little. I take a nap. Herbal <laughs> relaxation. <laughs> I take a nap. I, I little amendment sixty-four. <laughs> I take a nap, listen to some music, whatever. Baloney? I like to... That's, <laughs> no, that's no, Max. That's me. I, I, I'm not Baloney? I don't believe in eating lunch meat on the trail. I just think it's kind of wrong. I, I ate some bad baloney. <laughs> I love the fact that she that she referenced a previous clip. I, that's awesome. Yeah. Snorkel, you can come back and be on the show anytime. It's it's cool to actually have someone on the show that listens to the show, Squatch. <laughs> Squatch. You're not listening. So you're wasting your time. I'm sorry. So anyway. your, your, your lunch breaks, what did you do? Did you take the lunch breaks or did you like keep hiking and eat while you're hiking? Eat while you hike. You know, a little bit of both. A little of both? A little bit of both. So you'd stop and take a break? You know, sometimes. Uh-huh. So, so how long did that take you then? Uh, Eighty and a half days. Eighty and a half days. Okay. So, so with this wow, deliberate, deliberate pace and, and looking to take amazing. a record, does that mean like... You would go into town and get out of town and be like, I'm getting back on the trail because I'm like on this record pace thing. Or was it, were you like more lax about it? Like, eh, I go into town, get about, get out of town when I want to. A little bit of both, you know. Oh, okay. th- there were certainly times when I was in town where like, I should get back on trail, but you know what I really want? Another pizza. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Did you take any zeros? I took three zeros. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Where did you take them? Uh, wow. I took two at Woods Hole. Two? Really? Oh, yeah. You took two back to back? Yeah. Were you injured? No, the boyfriend who was previously mentioned came to visit. Where's Woods Hole? Uh, yeah. Where's Woods Hole? Uh, Southern Virginia. Virginia. Okay. A very magical therapeutic place. They do. It's really nice. They thing. do uh, meditation, yoga. Oh. Mindful and meaningful hugging. It's just south of Parisburg. Oh. Right. If you need to go get some meaningful yoga. Yeah. And you live in that area. You know, so, they have their own garden. Yeah, it's really nice there. So yeah. how did you get your name? Snorkel. Enter canned. 
Answer. Yes. Uh, so on the AT, the first time I hiked it, I uh, actually started without a sleeping bag. Oh, wow. Wow. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> it's the AT, low moans, the south, Dixieland, Did warm. you start May? I started in April. <clears throat> <laughs> April uh, in the south, it's just warm, right? Yeah, Yeah. I, uh, I had an airplane uh, blanket that I stole from the plane on the way out there. <laughs> We, we've done that a couple times. Those are nice blankets. They, they are. They're yeah. pretty warm. I was surprised. Uh, but, you know, by the time I got to Neil's Gap, I decided, eh, maybe I should get a sleeping bag. So yeah. I get a sleeping bag. I get to Mount Rogers, and it's totally not as fluffy. I'm like, dude, what, what's the deal? Right. And, uh, you know, I go to the outfitter there, and I'm like, hey, so I've got this sleeping bag, and you guys sell the same one, but mine's not as fluffy as yours. And they're like, well... Do you put your head in your sleeping bag? I was like, yeah, i got to keep my face warm. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, the breath is compressing the down. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we should clarify that for listeners. So if you put your face inside your sleeping bag and you zip it up and you're breathing into your sleeping bag all night, what happens, Mags? It's going to get about a pint of water. Boom. <gasps> and then the, the down yes. loses loft, and then you stay less warm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't dry that sleeping bag out over the course of the day, you've got a crappy sleeping bag again the next night. So did you get a snorkel so that you could continue to sleep yeah. in your sleeping bag and breathe outside of it? Did you? I, I You know, finding a snorkel in uh, southwestern Virginia. Tricky? Wow. Rather tricky. Yeah. Okay. Was so I got a balaclava and stuck my head out of the sleeping they, bag and um, just breathed into that. In southwestern Virginia, did they have, um, what do they call that thing, the, uh, the internet? They have the internet down there? <laughs> they got the clapper. <laughs> they got the clapper down there? Well, I was just thinking you could order yourself a snorkel on the internet. Now that we're discussing <laughs> mail-order snorkels, one quick question. So the AT is the land of 12-mile days. If you're hiking 15, you're a, you're a big hiker. You're doing 15-mile days. You're not 17s, stopping. dude. 17s are huge, according to the guy on flip-flop flipping. Yeah. So, you know, you're not smelling the roses. So, oh, I can tell by your laughter. So, what was kind of the reaction that did you keep it on D low on your speed hike, or did you say, I'm speed hiking? D low? He, <laughs> he wasn't on the speed hike. Dude, I would never do a speed hike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what was the general reaction? I mean, the AT, more so than I would say the CDT or the PCT, seems to be a little anti speed hiking. Uh, it was a little. You know, people were very surprised at the beginning because, you know, my first day I, I did uh, Springer to Neil's Gap. Boom. Wow. Yeah. Did you get a ride to Springer? Did you hike it? <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I hiked it. Uh, oh, you, you, know, you I went was, up the approach trail? I, I, the first time I did. The second time I uh, camped on Springer and then did uh-huh. the, you know, extra oh, okay. point two or whatever. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. And that, that was fun. But when I got to uh, Neil's Gap, they said, so where'd you start today? And I was Springer. No, no, today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that 30 miles, 35 miles? Uh, 29. 29? 28. Uh, 29, somewhere there. 30, it's Max? 32? I figured off the top of my head. We'll say 30 plus or minus. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, I got in by 3.30 because they closed at like 4 or something. Wow. Something crazy. So I was like, like 30 dude, miles you know, by I, 4 in the afternoon? Well, I started pretty early. I, you know, I wanted to start a little bit later, but I was so excited. So you got on the trail like 2 in the morning type of thing? Yeah, a little bit later than that. Yeah, okay. 3 and 2, 2.30? A uh, little bit later than that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it ended up working out well. There was a tornado that came. Like, there were a couple of tornadoes that came through. Were my, you on the trail like 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> it actually was 4.30. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. You know, I won't. 
Man, you know what? When you let D-Lo just, like, roam with something, he I can't stop. I just wanted an answer. Why He's taking an averages she right wanted, now. She wanted to get in by 3.30 yeah. so that she could have a nap. So you hiked 30 miles. In 12 hours. In 12 hours, man. It's heavy. That's like something mags would do on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. after, after, like, sitting around for months. Yeah. I'm yeah. really excited about it. Oh, I just hiked 30 miles in 12 hours. It was great. That's <laughs> that part. That's true. Over six mountains. 10,000 foot right over God. I lie. Yeah. You know, and everybody else is just like, oh, my God. Yeah. But dirty little secret, D-Lo comes on these hikes. <laughs> That's right. D-Lo's there, too. He just doesn't want... It's a All snowshoe right. date. Back to snorkels. Yeah. So, did you get a snorkel or what? what yeah, was what's the... the deal with the snorkel? Uh, no, no. Sorry. So why, why snorkel then? Balaclava? Well, because I was told that I should get a snorkel. Uh, and but was... you couldn't because you didn't know that they had the internet in southwestern Virginia. Actually, at least the second time when I hiked the AT, the internet was down. And, true fact, so you know I had... To... For all of southwest Virginia. <laughs> the, the, I mean, this is like a 12-county area. The internet was down when snorkel went through there. <laughs> For a couple weeks. Yeah, a cu- couple weeks. You know, no dial-up, no 56K, no nothing. Not a man. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that, uh, you know, Damascus <laughs> is one of the, you know, I carried the two phones. Damascus is one of the only uh, towns along the way that, that was worthwhile carrying the two phones. Um, oh. Yeah. Verizon you get in, in Damascus, you don't get AT&T in Damascus. So True fact. Just, just to be too. clear, so you carried... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening to D-Lo breathe here. Get that nasal surgery. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, dude, I just had a cold. Man. Hey, hey, man, squats can hook you up with a doctor. So, okay? what were you saying about a traditional versus unsupported versus, versus supported? Dude, like that's all one of you. Because I ver- thought versus, I, what I was no, doing no. was unsupported, but apparently not. Versus hiking. Wait, with wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Max so, will be able to tell us. Well, so, tell well, us Max. This is from. I guess the speed hikers come with their own terminology. I'm just reporting what people tell. So, fastest known time website, I guess there's three different FKT, categories. FKT, man, FKT. They're supported, what I call ultra running style. We have your support van at the road crossings. And that's what Jennifer Farr Davis did, correct? Correct. Right. Okay. And she, she holds currently both the male and female AT speed Overall record, yeah. period. Boom. Boom. Which is like two days, right? <laughs> <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half days. Okay. But that's what I call ultra style. So, so supported with a so van. that's supported. Um, I guess what they call unsupported now is kind of like what people did with the Colorado Trail, what Pepper did with the Colorado Trail. Yeah. Carried every darn piece of food, which is probably not realistic which for Which is the... half my body weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for an 80 through hike, not realistic. Uh, I... Although it was tried. <laughs> well, you know, I guess it was more see how far he can go. Right. That's, That's a story for another well, day. That, that guy was in Squatch's film. No. And so then the other thing what is... I, and I guess what they call, there's different terminology, I guess... Easiest way of calling it's traditional through hike, which is what you did in eighty and a half days. Right. Which is a uh, pretty darn incredible. And what was the record before that? I think it was eighty-seven. Jenny Dardine did it back oh. in like ninety-two. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa that boy! Oh, oh, you just wow. showed up, Jenny Jardine. You just the J word. Goddamn! Goddamn! Sounds she like you're making enemies, Snorkel. You're right. making enemies. Well, now that now that you're in Colorado, you know you have to go after. You have to go after Jenny Roach. Ain't that right, Max? Oh, God. Oh, Ain't that right, that Max? Is. That's another Wait a minute. Does she have something to do with Amendment 64, Jenny Roach? <laughs> uh, I, I don't she, know. I'm sorry. Her and her husband are just these amazing local outdoor people. Oh, I know who you're talking they're about. Really, they're really yeah. cool people. Yeah. But anyway. But back to snorkel. 
That's how you got to go. So out. you did the traditional style speed record, which means you you threw hike the trail, but you did a lot of mileage pretty much every day and didn't take many zeros. And so you went Springer to Katahdin in eighty days and change. Yep. Wow. Pretty incredible. And now, wait a minute, Squatch was alluding to you're planning on doing a PCT speed record of some kind? Well, it's a bad snow year, as we talked about earlier. Uh, so, are, are you, are, is this Scott? How does Squatch know that, by the way? That is like, I've told like two people that maybe that might be on the radar. Well, apparently they told well, Squatch. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that Scott Williamson's record? No, 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 no. That's okay. like the women's record, which I'm not even, I, I don't go on FK. K-T-F-T-K. Oh, so the traditional record TMZ. you have is that a <laughs> is that a women's record or a women and men's or what? It's a women's record. What's it, who's got the men's? I don't know. Ask Matt or the men. I don't. I don't. I don't follow records. I just hike. Wait a okay. minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is that a? Uh, hold on a second, guys. Is that a? Um... She hiker. <laughs> is it? I, I don't it know. It is. It's a she hiker. I think it could... <laughs> you know better than I do, Diva. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I would say, if you want more Appalachian Trail info... It's AppalachianTrail.org. Appalachian Trail. I think I have, like, several different URLs to point the same thing. Max, could you steer our listeners to a website that's maybe, like, 10 or 15 years old? Just <laughs> just, just for a little color on the, on the Appalachian Trail, you know? Trailplace. Just something that's super old, man. Super old. Because I know you like those super old websites. It's a good, quick, and dirty guide to the Appalachian Trail on my website, pmags.com. Boom! Just a go. quick overview. Gives you, points you a lot of different resources, and there you have it. There, okay. there you have Moving it. Moving on. Moving right on to... So, Delos. I think I need some cookie while I listen to this. Can you pass that? Ask cookie. a Hiker segment. Cookie! Okay. Dilo, did you get any questions this week? We have five questions this week. Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, where? Carry a pigeon. They all, they all came in on the Facebook this month, actually. Okay. Well, let's let's do one, and then we'll head to break. One? I got five. Well, hey, man. You're going to have to do some after break. All right. The first one is from the Curtis Ware. Yeah! Oh, yes. This question is from Curtis the Ware. Curtis Ware. Curtis Ware says, I've got three weeks of available... Available vacation, Tahoe Rim Trail or Wonderland Trail? Oh. Hmm. Do you live in California? Yeah, we're Wait a minute, that. has anyone in the room done the Wonderland Trail? No, I have not. But I, I could tell you, you could probably hike the Wonderland Trail like five times in three weeks. <laughs> I've seen photos. Because it's only about 90 miles it. long. Yeah. But I think the Wonderland Trail has a lot more elevation gain. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. So if you're looking for, if you're looking for like a better workout or or a tougher trail... You probably want to take the Wonderland Trail. If you're looking for... No. If you want to zone out, no. take the tart. And is this three your first through hike? Three weeks. Do three weeks on a given section of the PCT. Yeah, I don't think either of these trails... Oh. I don't think either of these trails are sufficient for a three-week vacation. Especially I think for both, Curtis Ware. They're both too short. John Muir Trail. Wait, Perfect. Man, how, many weeks, how many weeks does he have? Three, three. weeks. Three weeks. Ten miles a good. day. Ten yeah. miles a day even. That's the John Muir yeah, Trail right there. Yeah, this is the Curtis Ware we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, Curtis Ware is not going to... Come on, that's insulting. Curtis, yeah. I'm sorry for that comment. Yeah, don't listen to Max. Doesn't, Max doesn't know you like we know you, yep. M- Mr. Curtis. I'm sorry, Curtis. So um, I think the synopsis here is that neither of these trails would be sufficient for three yeah. weeks. If you were looking to just hike one of these trails and you had maybe 
a week and a half type of thing. I think they'd both be sufficient. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. Mr. Fax Magnati over there. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> is that fax or something else that you saw? <laughs> Whoa. What, hey, what man. Max, hey, oh. Max, oh, the mileage. Oh, Max, the yeah. mileage. You know the mileage of both of these trails. 168 for the Wonderland, 90 miles. I mean, 168 for the Tart, uh, 90 miles for the Wonderland. No, oh, wow. Now, sure. everyone in this room, who, most of us who haven't been on the Wonderland Trail, but most of us have been near Rainier, um, we are in agreement that the Wonderland Trail will be far more scenic, sorry, snorkel, than the uh, Tahoe Rim Trail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Fair my enough. vote is for three weeks on the PCT. Depends on the season. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. Yeah, did he say when? No. Oh, um, Curtis, come on, bro. Throw us a line here. We need to know when. Yeah, we need more than like one cent. We I'm need a little info. I'm going to re- recommend Oregon, Washington area. What about the Grand Enchantment Trail? Ooh. <laughs> yes. I would personally love to do fall? that. What yeah. about the Benton Mackay Trail? I was no. going to suggest that. You, no. mean the, you mean the BM Trail? I mean the BM He's clearly trail. interested in California tra- or West Coast trails. Well, so. we're, we're okay. thinking ahead for the man. We're thinking about trails that might be adequate for a three-week uh, journey. Mags, mileage on the BMT? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite 300. Okay. Mm, yeah, that's yeah that's but if he's good. a West Coaster, he's... Down with the DLO, <laughs> herbal treatments. Oh, so. you know, you're projecting a lot on Curtis Yeah, we Blair. don't really know this guy, man. Yeah. He, probably well. he, probably, he probably likes his lunch breaks. Hey, some Curtis Ware trivia. The 100th Trail Show Twitter follower was Curtis Ware's daughter. Boom! All right, so Curtis, we didn't really answer your question, but I don't think either of those trails are sufficient for a three-week journey. Nor for Curtis Ware. But I think you'll be disappointed. We do think the Wonderland would be far more spectacular scenery-wise. But maybe you want to step out on something that's maybe 200 miles long or so. Although that BMT sounds quite right, but three, no. three weeks would be a, a push, snorkel style. Push on the BM. So, uh, and, and oh, yeah, man. you'd have to push on the BM, snorkel style, man. You wouldn't be taking any lunch breaks, D-Lo style, so I, I wouldn't recommend that. Can't recommend it. I would not recommend it. That, okay. that was enlightening, D-Lo. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are we going to break? Yeah, we are. The Trail Show. Less gear, more beer. live from 5,400 feet above sea level. It's the Trail Show. Our beer of the week is provided by River North Brewery. River North Brewery offers Belgian-style ales brewed in Denver's River North Arts District. River North beers are available at your favorite Colorado beer stores and at select taps along the Front Range. You can learn more about River North Brewery by visiting their tap room in Denver at 2401 Blake Street, on Twitter at River North Brew, or at rivernorthbrewery.com. Where's everybody at on their River North Brews right now? Oh, man. I went back to the uh, Averlice. <laughs> uh, Are you Japanese like I am? <laughs> uh, so we can tell two, Avarice. <laughs> two people in the studio audience aren't driving tonight. That's who they are. <laughs> the Averlice, man. So I'm on my second glass of the Unified Theory Oak Imperial Wet, and oh. let me tell you what. 
You can taste the oak. But the wit will blow your mind. <laughs> That's right. The wit, it's, it's delicious. It's fantastic. It's so mm-hmm. tasty. Awesome. I'm on my second cup. It goes down smooth. And I must say, does. after like four glasses of the Averlice, it, uh, <laughs> it starts to taste a little less uh, it, fuerte. It's the and, Avarice. Uh, the Avarice, it starts yeah. to taste a little less fuerte. And, uh, <laughs> and it's good. It starts to go down very smooth. Not that yeah. it didn't go down smooth to begin with, but... After like four or five, you know, like four ounce glasses, it's, it goes down real smooth. Good with cookies. Good yes. with pumpkin cookies. Hey, that D-Lo. Too. Yeah, I got two more for you. All right, here we go. This one is from Christo Hammonds. Okay. Scenario is, I hiked the PCT first and now want to hike the AT. After hiking the PCT, I think my preferred resupply method would be to shotgun my food drops about four or five times. You know, send out the next four or five boxes worth of food all at once or from well-stocked towns with lots of options. What might those towns be? Okay, first of all, you don't need to do food drops on the AT unless you have, like, some weird allergy. And second of all, if you're looking to do another trail, CDT, my friend. Well, Um, now... Hold on. We, that's he, not that's not That's not asking. in his plan. Uh, okay, that but that's what I, that's what my response is. Okay. okay. But he's going to hike the AT. He wants to know four okay, or five Okay, you don't need to re- you don't need boxes. I concur with Miss Darkness. I, concur I do not too. concur with her telling our friend Christo to hike the CDT because that's not what Christo wants to do, obviously. And I think that each oh, of God. us anyway. should do what they want as their own destiny. Hike your own hike, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. What's up with that, POD? Why are you telling Christo to oh, go hike your hike? She's a hater. Yeah, what's yeah, up, man? She is. Why are you... here's, Anyways, here's but my, I do agree. No, here's my philosophy. I do agree with you. Here's my philosophy. When people tell me they're going to go hike the AT, I always tell them, you should go hike the PCT or the CDT because you never know if it's going to be the only trail you ever hike. And I had a great time on the AT. It was so fun. But as far as, like, insane beauty and, like, wilderness experience... Yeah, but you know what Delo's philosophy is? Don't criticize it. But Don't criticize it. But what we, if Christo is, like, 24 years old? And okay, wants to, like, in that case, then go on the AT and be with all the other bros. The AT is magical. I've done it twice. Boom. You just got to be able to look at your feet and the flowers around it. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's heavy. And what do you want out of the trail? To me, the Appalachian Trail is much a social experience. Yeah. So maybe sure. you want more of a... More of a rugged El Camino, if you will. Yeah, uh, but but basically back to I won't. Back, so, you don't want to so let's wine. not dwell on the on whether he, whether Christo right. should or You're should right. not hike the AT right. next. I'm sorry, Christo. Let's just dwell on the fact that Christo, Christo, unless you do have some seriously strange food needs, you know, or I should don't say individual food needs, <laughs> yeah. don't even bother, man. Just buy your food. You're going to be able to because yep. every single town on the Appalachian Trail is super well supplied. Yeah. So. As long as you're not, oh, as long as you can eat whatever, you're you're fine. Yes. But if you can't eat whatever, if you're a vegan, if you're allergic to like nuts of some sort, then or, go to pmax.com and find out information about. There is food. one. Right. There is one town that's not very well resupplied. What's that, Disco? Caratunk. There, there's a few. Glencliff. Fon- Glencliff. Fontana yeah. Dam. You, you yeah. can hitchhike yeah. from somewhere in Glen. You don't it's even true. have to like buy food in Glencliff. You could like. Hike over where Glencliff is before just before right, Musalaki. Right before Musalaki, yeah. Why why are you stopping there to like buy food? Well, just in there's very few towns where you have to ship a package in my opinion. Yeah. Unless you have dietary right. restrictions or or diarrhea. You're or trying di- to avoid the hitching? Yeah. Trying Christo? not to get hitched? Yeah. That's right. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Last question here. So wow. Christo, basically we don't think you need to shotgun your food unless you have strange dietary needs. And if you do 
consult pmags.com because he's got all the information that you'll ever need. Boom. Um, <laughs> here, here's another one from um, from Andrew Brodsky. How do you through hike with an infant? <laughs> I saw that. Is that is that? Uh, I'm going to refer you to the book Scraping Heaven. I'm going to refer by you Cindy Ross. I'm going to refer you to some primitive cultures in our world <laughs> that hike, you know, fairly long distances with infants, not for fun, but because they have to. <laughs> hey, what might these cultures be, dude? Well, I don't you, know, man. Well, like you would like this. Any, any, what's that? You would like this because in Scraping Heaven, yeah, this couple hikes with two kids. The youngest one was in diapers. Uh huh. And they had llamas. Oh, so they put the kids on llamas. See, that's what I'm talking about in terms of in terms of primitive cultures and returning to primitive ways. To you know, you tie the kid onto a llama. They had two. They had two llamas that carried their gear. Yeah. And then they had two llamas that carried kids. But the first year, the little one was too little to be able to be on the llama Mm -hmm. because he he didn't have enough support in his back and neck. So they they carried him on a carrier. Yeah. But they had all their gear. So they only hiked about ten miles a day because Mm -hmm. it took them so long to to gear up the llamas and, and pack up. But um, they had a great... They did the entire Continental Divide Trail over five years. Wow. And so there you go, Andrew Brodsky. Take a hint from it. our traditional cultures and hike with pack animals. Yep. Or mountain bikes in New Mexico. They did that too. <laughs> because by then the kids were older, so... And the llamas couldn't go through New Mexico. It was, yeah. it was too hard on them. That's brilliant, Hot. guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Thank you, everybody, for your Ask a Hiker questions. Send them on in next month. And just to let you know, we prefer to get them by telegram. So um, <laughs> contact me if you would like to for, find out how to send me a telegram. I will let you know. You can also wire DLO money via Western Union. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a movie review this month. Well, it is Appalachian Trail Month here on the Trail Show. So that's we correct. We would do an Appalachian Trail movie. Um, by one of our previous guests. It's Flip Flop Flippin' by Squatch. Scott Harriet On SquatchFilms.com. And Snorkel, have you seen it? I actually haven't. I feel ashamed uh, about it. No, but. you shouldn't because he doesn't listen to any of our podcasts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He should feel shame. He should feel shame. Actually, uh, the four of us watched it in the last month, correct? That is what, correct. Real quick, though. It's Flip Flop Flippin'? Yes. yes. It's not Flip Flop flopping? No. Oh. Okay. And then what's the new one coming out? Flip flop flipping two. Okay. Which he's wrapping up right flopping? now. <laughs> he he ran out of names, so he just put a two on the end. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about the Appalachian Trail. Uh, he section more or less section hiked it and filmed hikers along the way. And coming from the East Coast, but haven't really been hiking there much in many years. I was curious my reaction to it. Yeah. And you know, I have to say, I loved it. I actually ached watching it. I, I did, too. I actually watched it last year right after it came out, and I couldn't get over how green everything was. Like, I, oh, I mean, we don't have that level of green in Colorado. We just well, don't. Well, d does. Well, <laughs> that's another story. But as far as, like, trees and plants oh, along a trail go. In Maine. I forgot how just plain beautiful Maine is. I mean, yeah, the I lake. Mean, it's not... It's not just beautiful for the Appalachian Trail. It's beautiful compared to anywhere in the country. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, you look out, and I show my wife and I watch it together, and she's never really been back east too much. I said, look at this, honey. It's just lakes and woods and Mm -hmm. mountains, nothing. And she was amazed. Like, this is the East Coast? Yes. It's just, Maine's as beautiful as anywhere in the country. You know what amazed me about that video? Watching people hiking on the Appalachian Trail, nearly half seriously, 
with electronic basses <laughs> and amplifiers <laughs> and some dude who had over a hundred pounds of stuff strapped to his back. This is what amazed me about hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Hold on. Here's a little audio from the guy who was carrying the electronic bass. Which is amazing, really. Listen to this. On the trail. And what about the balloon man? You guys remember the balloon yeah. man? The balloon man was cool. That balloon was crazy. Boy. I mean, that guy was seriously talented, but he was also hiking with who knows how many pounds of plastic balloons. But it's amazing. It's a amazing. Lot. But it showed what the AT. It's not just about the beauty which there is in the mountains, which there is, but about the culture of the trail it's a show. and the people. Yeah, yeah. it's it, a show. It's it's people escaping their reality and taking what was their reality out onto the trail and just go running with it. And fact, I mean, I mean, let's face it. If you've got a long trail where two thousand people a year on average start actually set out to throughout the whole thing you're going to get some characters and that's what flip isn't it flips. 2,000 people that finish it each year no, no. no. 2,000 start no. I thought it was that's more 30%. than 2,000 yeah 2,000 start 30% finish but Mags do you have the official numbers in your head off <laughs> of course he does it is about and I would say it's more like 25% but okay. one out of four will say do it. yeah okay. finish but and that's what I loved about the movie oh. So, so I met that guy who uh, had 100 pounds on his back. You did? He'd been two months in. This, this is U-Haul, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I had the most amazing hike-your-own-hike experience with this guy where I meet him at the shelter, you know, because he's not really moving. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had more than 100 pounds. I thought it was like 120 or he something. He went lightweight. He got rid of the <laughs> Okay. He, yeah, but okay. It, this, this was about two months in for him, and this was, you know, like seven days in for me or something. Okay. And, you know... We have this point where he's like, well, are you doing your hike? I'm like, yeah, every day is the best day of my life. He's like, me too. Wow. Yeah. And that was like, whoa, we've got a connection, you and me. And so it it doesn't really even matter. Like, it's like, yeah, so there's this dude with like 150 pounds on his back. And you look at him and you're like, my good Lord, dude, what are you doing? And he's in in the film. Doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter. He's out there hiking. He's doing his own thing. And he's loving it. And if he, and if he, he's probably not going to finish the hike. Who in their right mind could finish the hike with that much weight? They did he finish right? snorkel? No. Now? I mean, I never. I, you know, I, he I didn't never finish. Come on, him. it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter at all. Like that's not the point. That's not the Dealer point. Wrote you know? him off, man. That's not the point. It's like he's out there and he's doing it, and you're yeah. like, wow, this guy is out of his mind, and here he is, just in the woods with and you know, 150 pounds I, on his back. I met this girl who I'm still friends with, girl next door on the AT. And um, she hurt her knee pretty early on, and she couldn't hike. She hiked really, really slowly, and she couldn't hike very far at all. Like, 10-mile day was max for her. And so you know what she did? She would hike the days that she could hike, and she'd be the last person to the shelter. And she'd show up and be like, hey, y'all! Like, in such a good mood, so happy to be out there. Yeah. And then when the crew that she was mostly rolling with got ahead of her, she'd hitch up the trail for a little ways. And then hike with them again. And it didn't matter. And it didn't matter to her. She didn't care about, like, oh, you're not hiking every mile. She was just out there to hike all summer, and that's what she did. And she had a great time. I was just hurting watching yeah. this. I was like, I knew what it would take to go out there again. It wouldn't take much. But there, and, and you know what? He did a really good job of, like, capturing the the quintessential AT through hike experience. It, that's why that film makes you just oh, just jealous, envious, Ache the whole nine yards oh. is because it shows it shows what you probably experienced on a through hike is just different people. Different I was situations. that twenty four year old kid on my yeah. first through hike. That yeah. was me 
back in 98. You know, yes. everything's new and fresh and right. I had a ginormous pack and the leather boots and <laughs> I didn't care. I was having a blast. And you come back from the AT, you feel like a rock star and you're not egotistical. You're just like, you've done something amazing. Yeah. I can honestly say if I hadn't done the Appalachian Trail, I would not be in Colorado now. Yeah. yeah. Same here. While, while we're on the subject of the AT, it's getting off the subject of the movie. Um, Right. A little bit, a little bit. It's getting off the subject of the movie a little bit. But Snorkel, this is something that's you have a lot more relevant experience than either Disco, Mags, or I do, um, certainly POD, but the Lyme disease. When we hiked the AT 10 years ago, Lyme disease was not an issue. What? Yeah. No, it was not. not. Really. It was no. not at all. There was, there was not the prolifera of ticks. What's your experience with the Lyme disease on the AT um, so in, in, in a more recent time? Yeah, in 2008, my my uh, first really long through hike after the the, the tart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I started feeling pretty. Can I say crappy on the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. I started feeling pretty crappy around Connecticut. I was like, eh, you know, you just is- can't, you just can't say f-ing crappy. <laughs> <laughs> so I have yeah, to believe that. Sorry. So you know, I was like, oh, you know, I'm sore. That's because I'm going up and down every day. I'm feeling tired. That's because I'm going up and down every day. I hit Katahdin, and I'm still feeling really crappy, just really tired all the time. Yeah. Pretty sore, joints are kind of funky. Uh, you know, a month or two afterwards, I'm like, I'm going up the stairs, and I'm still feeling it. What gives? So, hmm. you know, I, I, at that time, I have health insurance, which I can't say I have now. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I go in, and it's a Saturday, and they're like, dude, we don't run a blood test today. You know, it, you didn't see a bullseye. You know, it's not serious. Hmm. I, uh, you know, so I wait until the weekdays, and then I get a phone call being like, dude, you really have Lyme disease. We ran two tests. We already put in the, the prescription. Go get it right now. Whoa. Wow. No kidding. Yeah, so no neurological damage as far as I can tell right now. Well, it as sounds long like as you, you get it, as long as you get it yeah. early, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that, that bothers me about the Lyme disease in the Northeast nowadays, and I know this from a lot of my friends who are still live there and who are avid outdoors people, um, they all have had Lyme disease. I've had Lyme disease. They all have had it. You have? Yeah. And, and yeah. the thing about Lyme disease, which really bothers me about the Northeast, is that when people have severe symptoms, they don't jump to the conclusion of, oh, you recreate outdoors? Let's test you for Lyme disease. They go through all these other hoops. They think of all these other things before they say, ah, yeah. Magnum. Well, this relates to a story that happened to my brother recently. <laughs> Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my brother, uh, back in Rhode Island, he was diagnosed with Lyme disease recently. And hmm. same thing happened to him. He went to his general practitioner. And, you know, he's a single dad with a three-year-old daughter. Are oh, you just tired? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, he's a paramedic and a master's away from biochemistry degree. Um, thesis away from biochemistry degree. Oh, wow. And master's. So he's like, I think it's Lyme disease, doc. Oh, no, you're just tired. So it's okay. He woke up a couple of days later, splitting headache, flu-like symptoms, could hardly see. He's a medic in the Air Guard, so he actually went to his drills that week, and it's all medical people. Yeah. They diagnosed him immediately. The optician and eye surgeon said, if you hadn't come in and waited a couple more days, we would have permanent damage. What? True story. And they did blood work, because it's a medical unit, okay. and it diagnosed the Lyme disease. So it was just like D-Lo was saying. Why don't they, diagn- why don't they jump to the Lyme disease conclusion? I don't understand and, it. And this is suburban Rhode Island. It's not like it's New Hampshire or Massachusetts. It doesn't matter. There's so many ticks exactly. all throughout the Northeast yeah. now. Yeah, anyway. I, I mean, I think so much of it is, I didn't see the bullseye, and so yeah. much of it is like, if you see a bullseye, or if you have blue-like symptoms, go see a doctor, but I didn't have either yeah, of those. Like, so. what if it's on your butt? You're not going to see it. Well, my brother didn't have a bullseye, so again, he's a paramedic, and he said I didn't have any of the classic symptoms, and it's like... And when I grew up, there wasn't much Lyme disease. I moved back there in 2002, 
and I lived there for two years, and there was Lyme disease then when I got Lyme disease. But when I got it, I got it. I had a nice, you know, I pulled a tick off my leg that had been there for a day, and I saw it, and I was like, ah, you know. And then a week later, I had the bullseye rash, took the antibiotics, and then a few years later, I went back in the Northeast, went for a little walk in a um, open space area, if you will, in April. Got bit by a tick, saw it, you know, pulled it off the next day. We just where lost I got it POD. <laughs> anyways, anyways, basically, what Lyme disease scares me about the Northeast. And I Dealer think a, a very, a very um, interesting Lyme disease hiking um, itinerary would be to maybe start at West Virginia. You, maybe you can just edit some of this out, right? Um, this is this is important for our listeners. This is very AT centric. Agreed. Start at West Virginia, hike up to Vermont. Start there in maybe March, right? Yeah. Um, ain't no ticks in that stretch of the Northeast in in We've March. We got a lot of hands right? up in the studio. And then you hike the south. You hike the south where there are less ticks, and then you go up to Vermont and you hike north in the late summer. <laughs> that's 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 an interesting kind of breaking up the uh, traditional end to end AT through hike. With respect to Lyme disease, we have two others in the studio who would like to comment on that. Yes. If you're lucky enough to have a doctor right now or someone who can prescribe you antibiotics, maybe before you hit the trail, see if you can get something. Just, you know, in yeah, case. Yeah, but I, I don't think Lyme disease is like, it's not like um, Giardia where you're kind of like, want to just, oh, I got Giardia, I'm just going to bomb some like tenodazole, self right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like right now the AT has got more right, people though. getting Lyme disease than Giardia. Mags. Magnum, go. Well, I was just saying, just to bring it back to Appalachian Trail specific and media reviews, I'd like to give one last plug and read one last quick thing. Sure. Oh. Because of Flip, Flop, Flip, and reread my favorite Appalachian Trail book. And mine too. On the Beaten Path by um, Robert Alden Rubin. Yeah. It is just a wonderful book. I suggest you read it. But after reading this book, and this just ties in with the movie, I'm just going to read it real quick. Go for it. They don't, and this sums up to me the Appalachian Trail experience. They don't want it to end. No one does. By now, we've been out here on the trail for five months. Gone are the out-of-shape dreamers who blushed themselves off the trail in the first week. Gone are the college-age kids out looking for a rolling-to-town party. Gone are the talkers and dabblers, the recreational backpackers who came looking for inspiring visitors. Those who set themselves a meaningless endurance challenge. They have dropped by the wayside. Those remaining, though they may never say so, have come out here looking for a community of kindred spirits and a part of themselves that Seek something you really don't really understand. And now, as the end draws into sight, though perhaps no closer to finding what they're after, they don't want the searching to end. They don't ever want to stop dreaming of reaching Katahdin. Ask a she-hiker. Tim Harrell or Harrell is one of our donators. A man? Tim asked if either of us were vegan. I don't know if this is necessarily a she-hiker question, but... Um, that might be a pepper question. Yeah, and if there are any, if there are obviously some trail, some challenges of resupply, and are there any upsides that you know of and care to share? I mean, not really. I think Pod, you did a vegan diet for three months, just as yeah, an but I didn't do it right? as a, a through hiker. Right? I think that that would be pretty tough. You did it as a uh, you know couch dweller. I did it as a couch dweller. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't know about any upsides. I actually think. I mean, for me personally. When I go into town, I need, like, pizza or, like, you know, something, like, high calorie. And, and if you're vegan, it's hard hard to get that fulfilling fat bomb when you're... Because you need that. Hmm. But I do know some people have done it vegan. Um, well, I did two months vegan and no, gained we're weight. We're talking about through hiking. 
Um, who was it? Yeah. The guy that hiked with uh, Sal at the beginning. What was his name on the CDT? Oh, I met him. Alden. He was vegan, <laughs> but he was like so skinny. So, I don't know. I don't Thank know. If you. Any Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I, I also did the vegan thing. Um, it was about three months before my first AT hike, and then I transitioned out because I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to survive the AT. But, oh, wow. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I agree that uh, the, the vegetarian proteins go down through the system a lot easier. Uh, yeah. I, you know, sometimes I send tofu to myself. Wow. Joseph Lowe commented on, uh, Disco had posted something about Ask a She-Hiker questions, and Joseph Lowe wrote, of course now as I read this, I hear She-Hiker being said in the scary, deep, gravelly voice. She-Hiker. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And then Tim Harrell also said, by the way, P.O.D., you're definitely the badass of the show. Keep yeah. slap- That's because that's he didn't know you were going to be on here. All right. Keep slapping those cotton and leather-wearing sunglasses knuckle-draggers around. I saw that, and I wow. kind of thought to myself, really? Cotton and leather-wearing sunglasses Yeah, he's referring draggers. to, like, the, the motorbike guys. Well, let me do this. I thought P.O.D. was a badass when she said, Why the hell would I ever have kids? Okay, Snorkel, what's up? So, I, I have to ask, why don't we have any ladies asking about the Ask a She-Hiker? That's a good question. It's probably because uh, we have an all-male audience yeah. for some reason. So, <laughs> it has something to do with that 12 to 1 male-female ratio, ratio yeah. on the Alaska National Geographic show, I think. Because we have two very badass female hikers in the studio. That's we, right. We Long-distance high-five. Yeah. yeah. Boom. We have we know Love Barge, who's just a badass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, T Dub, who's another badass. I mean, think of yeah. all the badass she And She's hiker. from Maine. Oh, pff. that gives her badass just maniac. living there. Right. She's yeah. a maniac. She is so a maniac. We know all maniac. these badass she hikers. You know, it's just What's ask the questions. I don't know. Maybe because the she hikers don't have any questions because they're oh. so sad. We already know. Oh, that's true. That's so true. here's a personal plea from the trail show. Please send she hiker questions to pod at thetrailshow.com for the March show. We want to we want to just freaking blow up the okay. she hiker segment, you know? Because Delo's getting Ooh. blowed up. Delo's getting blowed up. Disco, Let's blow can we have some sound effects no. of explosions? No. Maybe come on. How about something in Russia? No. We already heard that. Why not? Play it six times. My home. The basement. All right, come on, man. Okay. All right, right moving on. Get it together. We're we're done here. No, it's time for. Oh, man. Let's bring it on in. Media Maggie. For all the news that's fit to hear and it's, read, we've got Paul Mags Magnati. It's Media Maggot. Oh. <laughs> it's Magnum. Can we call him Maggie? Maggie Magnum. And I went to Catholic school. They called me Magnantichrist. Whoa. That's too, that that's too much, man. That's TMI. TMI, please. That's, that's way too much information. <laughs> You see this thunderbolts from up high. So we have quite a few news items. Keep with the Appalachian Trail theme. There's now a Smokies permit as of February 13th. <laughs> Can't do the trail anymore. That's really it's, it's 20 bucks. <laughs> that, ju- that just <laughs> that put me over budget. I can't stop, do it. Stop the Z. Um, anyway, it's 20 bucks. <laughs> but, but you can get it online. It's good from 30 days before, <laughs> and it's as I said, it's online. So it's people are making big noise about it. Yeah, I can see why it was free, and it's kind of a pain, but it's online. It's 20 Please. bucks. 
You get it 30 days ahead of time. Uh, and you have eight days to go through the park. Mags, I think Snorkel has something Snorkel to say. Snorkel has an oh, issue. I'm Does it come with a pizza? That's a good question. Maybe a coupon for a pizza. That's, that's pretty good. No. But not a chance. <laughs> I wish other national parks would do this. Online permits for the backcountry. It would be so much easier. Yeah. So, anyway, it's, again, I know it used to be free, but, you know, let's suck it up, people. Get over it. You know, I told you, you know how hard it is to get a. <laughs> why, why do you keep hitting me with that pillow? You know how hard it is to get a permit on the CDT for Yellowstone or Glacier? Yeah, so this is easy. Go with it. You have to talk it. to someone on those trails. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah, online. This and there's a ton of internet kiosks on the AT. It's easy. You have eight days to do 70 some miles. Yeah, Not no a problem. problem. Not a problem. So, anyone ever hear of Tell It on the Mountain, the PCT documentary? Close to eight years in the making. It's a. Semi-legendary film. It's been like, oh, it's going to be released, and it's going to be released, and it finally got finished. Why, Premier- is, why is it legendary? Well, because they showed the kickoff. It was professional quality. Oh. It had some great interviews, some great music. and people Wait, are- wait, is Squatch's films, are Squatch's films not professional quality? Well, this is the first one. It came before Squatch's film. No, it did not. No, it did not, because the, it's going to be released like The first Walk film came out in 03. Wow, but the well, there's something this hasn't come out in God knows how long. That, that's a good point. <laughs> but I think he, I think most of the footage was shot in 04. Well, that's the thing; it's been so many mythology about this movie. And All right, keep yeah, going. and I, I didn't even know it was still going. Like I remember hearing about it in like 04, 05, but, and then crickets. Yeah, but uh, there was a premiere. I guess Billy Goat was there. Billy G. Wow. Billy Goat was there. Not my Meta- mother. Was Metawed in the house? He might have been. Manion. And, His beard um, was much smaller. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get him on the show, man. But it's finally being—it was released about a We're month on ago, it, dude. and it should be on DVD very soon. And it's on tellitonthemountain.com. So there you go. Great. All right, cool. So we alluded to this earlier at the Colorado snowpack. It's low. About what? Is, what is it right now? Roughly seventy percent. Oh, up to 70. It was 60 before. Yeah, I thought it was much worse than that. The recent snow helped a little I bit. I think in the southwest it's a little higher. Yeah, it's average overall, about mm-hmm. 70%. And it's great on some levels if you're going northbound the CDT. Ooh. However, if there's a lot of wildfires, be prepared for stove yeah. pants again. Uh, Alcohol it, stove, esbits, and wood-burning stoves. And the talk on the street is that it's going to be a, a pretty bad wildfire season. With, at least on the front range, maybe not so much in the in the on the divide, but I don't but know. just be prepared. It can affect hiking on CDT this year. <sighs> yep. So I don't know if you heard a month ago, vehicles ripped up Max Patch, a bunch of ATVs. Super I sad. Saw, I saw a blurb on that. Like, what kind of vehicles? What are we ATVs. talking? ATVs. Okay. It was a muddy terrain, and they just came up there and just totally ripped it up. They were cotton and leather wearing knuckle draggers. <laughs> well, yeah, for you, sure. you laugh, but they caught them on February fourteenth. Really. Oh. On Valentine's Day. Ten vandals caught February 14th. Ten? Ten. Whoa. So, is this like, a, like a gang? What do they got? They like? just, uh, you know, they probably said, screw the trail. I don't know the details yet because it just came out, but... P.O.D. said, screw the trail. <laughs> but their fine was like 500 bucks or something. I was like... That's it? Oh, they yeah. Have, they have desecrated one of the most beautiful places on the Triple Crown, in my thoughts. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's one, definitely one of the highlights. Um, very wonderful place for many people, and they ruined it, and... Hmm. Uh, the Colorado Mountain Club, the ATC, and local ATV groups are repairing the damage, but certainly more than 500 bucks worth of labor. Yeah. Wait, Colorado Mountain Club? Cal- Carolina Mountain oh, Club. Okay. CMC. That, ma- that makes a lot more sense. Yep, CMC. <laughs> Same initials, slightly different name. But yeah, it's just they desecrated it. No other way of putting it. Ugh, that sucks. Um, well, better news, though. Bob Peoples. Yeah. 
Kinkora Hikers awesome Hostel. Guy. March 2013, Backpacker Magazine. They did a profile on him. Awesome. Really? really? Talk about cool. his hardcore trail work and just did a really great profile on him. And I, Bob is like one of the trail angels on any of the Triple Crown trails. Just For a, sure. Yeah. And you got to love that authentic northern New England accent. Boston, right? Further. There. Well, yeah. Mil- somewhere in Mass, but he definitely had okay. that old school, what yeah. I think it was yeah. northern New England accent. You know, definitely there. It was great. Yeah, there's a shelter on the AT that's just covered in graffiti about how Bob Peoples is Moses, Jesus, Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's definitely an institution on the trail. Um, Brian Frankel of ULA fame, uh, fame rather. <laughs> yeah, he is joining Six Moon Designs as the pack designer. Yeah, what's wow. up with really? that? What's he's that been he's been out of the scene for years. No, um, he sold off ULA to that other couple, right? And he just kind of did his own thing. I guess I don't know the the history behind it, but now he's back in. Hmm. Okay, so so he's working with Ron Mo. Yeah, designing their packs. Okay, shout out to Ron by the way. Really? Hey, hey Ron, in that awesome van is the question. Hey, Ron, send us an email at sales at the trail show. <laughs> We'd love to talk shop with you. What were you saying about the van? Oh, they've got an awesome van. Oh, yeah, like, the uh, big white van. Yeah, yeah, big TV, which really should not be the highlight of the van. <laughs> uh, what else is going on in there? I think the TV is 3D, though. Well, he's got a sewing machine in there, I'm pretty sure. Wow. It's yeah, like yeah. He's, he's set up to do repairs on the fly if you need it. Like, whatever you, whatever you need. Damn. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. We've got it covered. Does he have orange shag carpeting in there, too? <laughs> yeah. Sells at thetrailshow.com. <laughs> so, the, speaking of the PCT, the Belden Post Office is closed. No! 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 Broke my heart. We're gonna wake yeah. up my son. I Let's think you broke yelling. my eardrum too. <laughs> I, I guess the uh, postmistress who maintained. Whoa! What now? She hey was so awesome. Wait a minute. This is a family friendly sh- friendly show. No, though. that's the title. That's there's the, no talking about mistresses here. That's okay? the title. Let, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Yeah, family I think, friendly. I think hey, the correct term is postmaster, regardless <laughs> of gender. Oh, I've heard it called. Eh, okay, it's all good. But she retired. Um, there is rumor a possible trail angel may take packages, but for hmm. very limited time during the season. Okay. So, you know, just see the various backpack and <laughs> details. Um, doesn't Belden have, like, a store? Yeah, most expensive cliff bars on the entire Triple Crown. How much? Uh, just deal with uh, it. I think it was three seventy-five for a cliff oh. bar. Oh! <laughs> that is a pricey cliff bar, I gotta say. You're right. Oh, How boy. many miles from Belden to the next town, Mags? You can go to Quincy. Ah, Quincy's a great hitch off the... Wait, man, I thought it was Chester. I thought Chester. Wow, I hitch into There's Quincy. Different, yeah, What's yeah, that yeah, different. pad that's right on the train? Okay. Anyway. I hitched into Quincy. But speaking of the PCT, you know, remember the mountain bike motion we talked about a few months ago? Oh, dude. Yeah. You're not going to Ix- go there. Ixnay. Right? It's done. The, the far- Stop it. The Forest Service turned it down. <laughs> what did oh, they say? Really? No there was bike. a motion? Well, they just decided you, you have to motion to get a hearing. The Forest Service Ixnayed it. Huh. Really? On the motion, eh? Yeah. Really? So it's yeah. done. It's done and For done. For now, the, mountain, the various mountain biker groups are hoping to rally and propose it again. But at least for this year, there's no hearing. Okay. No right, proposal. Yeah. Period. Which leads to the next PCT news item. Yeah. Because of this, the PCT uh, A really wants to organize a bit more and have a strategic plan. They're seeking the hiker input. I saw that email. Yeah. So yeah. just go to PCTA.org. Give your feelings. You know, pro or con. You're right, D-Love? I'm okay, man. 
Okay. And uh, just share your thoughts. And, you know, it takes grassroots organization to have an effective trail, which I think the scare of the mountain bikers, either pro or con, that's, I'm not going to go there, but it shows you need to be an organized group to get your vision of the trail put forth. So hikers like herding cats sometimes, but if you care about the trail, share your opinion. Vote right? or don't complain later. Exactly. That's right. So here's a pretty cool news. I'm Sally Jewell, CEO of REI. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just heard that. Woohoo! I. What's up with that, man? What's <laughs> well, let's say what she's going to be first, then we can go she, what's up with that. Secretary of Interior. Yeah. yeah. Like Ken Salazar? So I'm yes. retiring. Yeah. She's replacing Ken Salazar as Secretary of the Interior. And she's mm-hmm. nominated, right? She, she's or, nominated. I mean, yeah. unless there's they find some skeleton in her closet. The interesting thing right. about this woman is that she is both the head of a, um outdoor gear company, and she also has experience with the... Um, Oil industry. Oil companies, right. yes. Which is a very kind of balanced She's, approach, yeah. if you will. Right. What kind of experience? I think she like was the CEO of some sort of well, an oil so extraction Well, so the New York Times said she was company. an executive, but uh, further research shows that she was, you know, like right out of college being like, ah, eh, maybe I'll work for this oil company, and then like, oh. as far as I can tell, anyway. And she has an engineer degree, is that what I read? She does. Chemical engineering, yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah. P.O.D. Ooh. A fellow chemical engineer. Really? Uh, you could be interior. Secretary. Uh, but maybe they'll have like punch cards. You need a co op card to go to the national parks and twenty percent <laughs> off on campsites and yeah, might be a better $50. deal. Yeah. Maybe, so maybe just, you could reserve a spot online or that type you know, of thing. That you would know? be so cool. Again, I'll bring it to the AT hikers. Just don't complain, you know how awesome that is. With twenty dollars for the smokies and serious This is pretty interesting. Cam Honan, Swami, I don't hear about him. He did a one year triple crown. What? And, he's, he's the fourth. Yeah, and he did it the fastest, but he didn't even set out to do a record. He just loves hiking. And he's kind of wound up doing it. And someone said, you know, you're on pace to do a record, a triple crown hike. Wait a minute. He, be, he beat Squeaky's triple crown? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Swami is awesome. I met him when I was hiking the CT. We met at the Leadville Hostel. Really? And he was like, you know, you're wearing down, I'm wearing down. What's up? What's up with that? <laughs> and I think he hadn't seen any other through hikers for a really long time, and he was really excited. Okay. But, yeah, uh, yeah he's awesome. Huh. Totally. Yeah. 100% in the hiking. Okay. Yeah, of if course. If you could get him on the show, well, be very awesome. he's from Australia. That'd be a heck of a long flight for the guy. Uh, he's hanging out in Mexico right now. but uh, Also a long me, flight. Uh, something <laughs> tells me back in the States. Hiking okay. Again. Okay. We just missed each other. We're going to hook up in Pagosa Springs. Oh, yeah. Mags, he said hi. He sent me an email a couple of days ago. He oh, said, hey, hi to whoa. we've got an in. Mags, get him on the show. Yeah. yeah. And I was on my my little honeymoon, so I didn't quite get the email. So okay. yeah, Ma- Mags has got Squammy coming to the show. Squammy. And, <laughs> and Squash has got MetaWed. <laughs> Boom! We're good. We're good. We're good for March. We're good for March. Manion. All right. So we're just going through the Triple Crown news items tonight, apparently. So CDTC now accepting membership. Yes. Continental Divide Trail Coalition. And they're doing some great work already. They posted the Lincoln Ranger District uh, Blackfoot Travel Management Plan. It's a section of the CDT that they want to possibly allow motorized vehicles on. Okay. Yeah, I've been reading about that. So go to the site, check it out, voice your opinion again, much like the PCTA. If you're a hiker, you know, it's good to do your own thing, but you need to organize once in a while, post your opinions, make your voice heard. And that's it for the news tonight. All right, sweet. I'm finishing up with the Avarice Oak-Aged Belgian-style Imperial Stout. little sandwich on the wit. I started with the stout. Awesome beer tonight. Thanks so much for providing the beer at River North Brewery. 
We'd also like to thank everyone for tuning in today. Today's show is brought to you by Trail Groove Magazine. Trail Groove Magazine is focused on providing a unique online interactive media experience for the backpacking, hiking, and outdoor community. In every issue, Trail Groove Magazine showcases destinations, photography, tips, technique, gear, and more. As a community-driven publication, Trail Groove is pr produced not only for people who love backpacking and hiking, it's produced and written by the same people you'll meet on the trail. Flip through the latest issues, stop by the forum and blog, and check out all the back issues free online at trailgroove.com. We'd also like to thank Snorkel for being on the show today. Woo! Woo! Snorkel, you got anything you want to mention before you go? Yeah, I'd just like to thank a couple of sponsors. Sure. Uh, MLD, Mountain Laurel Designs. They've got a great women-specific pack, and men-specific pack, too. Uh, Ultra Shoes, uh, great for thru-hiking. You can get a lot of miles out of them. Sawyer Filters, I think Mag talked about them earlier, the inline filters. Oh, we did. One, one of you. One yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not Mags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Huge one. fan of the Sawyer inline filter. Yeah, yeah Mags. Really, like, not so changed much. my hiking experience. Yep. Awesome. Vermont Darn Tough, lifetime guaranteed on their socks, made in the USA. Woo. Head Sweats and uh, some food sponsors, Pro Bar and Alpine Air Freeze Dried Food. All right. Sweet. I think Peppa Pie also is a big fan of being the gluten free and all. That's yeah. right. That's right. Were they enhanced with chemicals? So that's the question. He has yeah. yet to answer. <laughs> I'd also like to thank Chris Kankel for the socks. Yeah, Chris, thanks. Uh, yeah. Wearing them now, very and nice. And also Strider, Greg Hummel, Nohawk, who will be at Asa Pacitico. Both of them will be, actually. Timothy Harrell, or Harrell. He is the uh, vertical gardening systems guy, towerofeden.com. Gregory Dennis, Greg Roulette. Handmade, handcrafted guitars, gbguitars.com, The Onion, a.k.a. Garrett Christensen, and Dan Thompson. All of those guys donated to our uh, bandwidth and debauchery uh, fund. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. You can also always find us at thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and on cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. We'll be back in March with a brand new episode of The Trail Show. If your business or website is interested in advertising on The Trail Show, please email our advertising staff at sales at thetrailshow.com. D-Lo approves. Until then, for the Princes of Darkness, D-Lo, Mags, and Snorkel, I'm Disco. See you next month. Ciao. $20 to eat the smokies? No way! I'm off the trail. No way! Dip and sip. Dip and sip. This is Snorkel, and please don't listen to the trail show. <laughs>